Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet entrepreneur Chris Pagula, psychotherapist Tina Payne Bryson, and mountain climber John Beatty. Whether you are becoming a parent for the first time, seeking solid baby advice in a sea of information, or raising boys to become kind and compassionate men, each of these authors has parenting insights to share to help you and your family learn and grow together. Join them in the booth as they talk about recording their audiobooks and their own audio listening habits. Enjoy. This is Chris Pagula, author of Diaper Dude, The Ultimate Dad's Guide to Surviving the First Two Years. I wrote my book as a follow-up to my first book, From Dude to Dad, The Diaper Dude Guide to Pregnancy. And I was inspired by all the messages and letters I received from fellow dads who really found it encouraging and inspiring to have someone voice their concerns and experiences on becoming a new dad. So it was so much fun and really inspirational to receive and know that my words meant something to people. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be surreal. It's just strange to actually hear my stories relived again and having it told back to me in my voice. I usually hear it in my head, but hearing it out loud just seemed so crazy to me and surreal. I realized I had trouble pronouncing the simplest word like sterile or liberally. So crazy and strange. They seem so simple to me. I'm excited for listeners to be able to hear the stories and experiences of my family and childhood myself when I was a kid and the comparison that I make to my parenting. It's kind of fun to learn about authors that way, so I think it should be pretty cool for them as well. The thing I was most proud about this audiobook is that I was able to finish it because it's kind of a challenge on the voice, and this was my first audiobook that I did, but it was still a ton of fun. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I think I would cast John Krasinski. I think he'd be really cool because he seems like such a great dad, and he's got a pretty cool voice too. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was actually in the spirituality category. I'm really into meditation recently, so I just love books that really focus on that. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is while I'm doing the dishes, because I hate doing the dishes, and so it's a great distraction. And now, check out a clip from my audiobook. Now, it's 4 a.m. Barely coherent, I roll over in bed to find Meredith, my wife, not there. Bleary-eyed and confused, I step out of bed and place my foot directly into a puddle on the floor. It's happening! Meredith exclaims. My water just broke! I'm in shock. What? Are you sure? I respond. A brainless response, I know, but my anxiety got the best of me. Like she's not going to be sure if water has poured out of her. But how is that possible? You still have four more weeks to go. These are the actual things I said, folks. I know, they sound stupid now, because my wife Meredith has told me so many times, but at that time, I was just trying to be logical in the face of chaos. Hi, I'm Tina Payne Bryson. I'm the author of The Bottom Line for Baby. 
I wrote this book because it was the book I wish I had had. I needed this book. When I was a new mom, I had so many questions. And every time I searched for answers or talked to people, I got such competing advice. So I didn't know what to do. And so when I thought about how, as a new parent, there were so many decisions I had to make, and it would have been so nice to have a quick reference, A to Z guide, that could let me turn to that topic and like get the really fast, quick shot down low on what is the science saying, so that at least I can be informed as I'm trying to fit that into like my values and what works for my family. So I really wanted to make this book a resource to parents to make parenting more easily able to be intentional without being so overwhelmed. And like I hear from new parents that they get all this advice from their family, you know, about, oh, you should do this or you shouldn't do that. And it'd be so much nicer to just be like, oh, here, read this entry instead of having to like have the argument. So that's why I wrote it is because it was the book I wish I had had. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, I would pick tiring. <laughs> It's crazy that it's so exhausting vocally and just in terms of your body to sit really still and not move to make any extra noises. Like I became so aware of my stomach grumbling or little movements I wanted to make. But I have to pick another word. I, you know me, I'm a writer, so I can't just pick one word. My other word would be rewarding. It's such an interesting experience. You write and write and write months and months and months. And there's so many revisions. And to sit down over a two-day period and read it from cover to cover, I feel really proud. It feels really rewarding to be able to create something that I know will make a difference for people, that I know will help them. So tired and rewarding. I realize the word important is really hard for me. I said it really well just then, but I struggle with, I think you just say it quickly, like, you know, this is important. But when you try to enunciate, I didn't know if I was saying important, where I sounded too robotic, or important, like I was trying to be like a valley girl or something. So I really struggled with the word important. The names were difficult. And this book has quite a few medical words in it. So I think I actually did pretty well on those. I knew at least half of them, how to pronounce them. And thank goodness for my helper, Jessica, who was helping me figure out how to say words and names and medical technologies. It's fun to have someone else go over like, did I say that right? So thank you, Jessica. I think the thing I'm most proud of in this book is not the A to Z entries. I think the introduction where I'm talking to parents about how it's impossible to be perfect. It's impossible to follow all the recommendations of all the experts. It really is. I mean, the experts have a really hard time even agreeing. When I talk to experts on circumcision, for example, experts on both sides of the debate said the debate is over. Well, clearly it's not because both sides are making that claim. So those are really helpful to have in there, like all of the topics and, and really pulling it together. But in this introduction, when I'm able to say, look, here's the information, read it, be informed. But all the decisions we make as parents are interconnected. When you make one decision, it's a sacrifice in another area and vice versa. So I think really telling parents like, yeah, science is helpful, but it's not the end all be all. You're not going to be able to do everything right because some of the suggestions are even counterindicated. So get informed. But what this book talks about a lot, almost every entry says, trust your instincts, follow your baby's lead. And in the conclusion, 
I love that we're able to kind of arrive at this place together, the listener and me. We can kind of get to a bottom line of the bottom line saying, yeah, all of these decisions feel so important, and some of them are. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is your relationship with your baby. Just love them. Be present and connected to them and just build your relationship with them. So even though all the content between A to Z is important and helpful information, I think what I'm proudest of in this book is the time I'm really connecting with the listener in the introduction and the conclusion. Those were my favorite parts. If I couldn't read my book, who I would want to read the book for me is the singer Casey Musgraves. I love her voice. I'm a big fan of her work. She's a country music sensation and star, and I think she would do a great job reading this book. I'm obsessed with audiobooks, I think because I always want to read a book book, and usually when I listen to an audiobook, I also buy the hard book. I like both because I like to have it in my bookshelf. I like to be able to refer to it, but I, I never get it done if it's in book form. So when I'm walking or driving, this is when I listen, and I consume them like crazy. The last one I listened to that I really loved is a book called Strange Situation by Bethany Saltman. And it's this kind of amazing story of a mom who's walking through this journey to figure out if she's a good mom and if she was parented well. But at the same time, she's kind of like a scientific journalist adventurer who's digging back through the science of attachment and trying to pull together what she's learning from the science and then also walking through her own story. And I just loved it. It was such a delight to um, walk and walk and walk and listen to Bethany's story. My favorite way to listen to audiobooks is walking. But when I'm spending a lot of time in the car, I listen to them in the car as well because I get so wrapped up in the book. It's almost like a privilege to get in the car to go for a walk because I want to get to more of it. Sometimes I'll put it on when I'm folding laundry or cooking dinner, but usually my kids are around. And so when they're around, I try to really be present to what's happening. Although sometimes that's the last thing I want to do. So sometimes I can pop in my earbuds and kind of check out and get really into my book. But my favorite, favorite way is to be out walking and moving while I'm listening. And now listen to a clip from Tina Payne Bryson's audiobook. Two images come to mind when I think about the origin of this book. The first is of a middle-aged neonatal nurse in her hospital green, checking my blood pressure mere hours after my first child was born. I'd been pestering this woman with a multitude of new mother questions and worries. Why isn't he latching on? Is it okay to put him next to me while he's sleeping? When we get home, can our dog sleep near the crib? Then finally, in response to a question about pacifier use and nipple confusion, she stopped me by holding up her palm. Without even looking up from the pressure gauge, she told me flatly in her West Texas accent, Honey, look, whatever you decide about all that stuff, he'll live. Hi, this is John Beatty the author of The Warrior Challenge, eight quests for boys to grow up with kindness, courage, and grit. I wrote this book because it wasn't easy for me to grow up into the man living by the values that I do today. In fact, I had to create this rite of passage for myself that was climbing the tallest mountain on every continent. Like, that's what I created for myself. I wanted a more clear path for boys to grow up well so that they are not a part of the problems that are in the world today 
and instead they're a part of the solutions. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be grueling. And I don't mean that with the negative connotation that the word grueling has, but I went emotionally to the places that I originally wrote those stories. I embodied each of those eight heroes and characters that are throughout the story. And because of that, it was tiring to live that many incredible men's lives. That was grueling. They're also long recording days, but more than like just having sore feet and needing a little bit of water, giving everything I've got to this recording is what made it so grueling. I realized while recording this that I had trouble pronouncing the name of Thor's hammer, which is Mjolnir. I was saying Mjolnir, 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 and it's actually Mjolnir. And I didn't even remember that it was from Norse mythology. I'm just a Marvel Comics geek, and that's where I know Thor's hammer from. So I need to go back to my Norse mythology to learn more about Mjolnir. The part of my narration that I'm most proud of is when I was giving the lessons that I extracted or pulled from each of these incredible heroes' stories, I was delivering as though I was delivering a speech to 500 teenagers. I mean, I was giving it everything I could. Not to mean I was like loud and screaming. Some parts I was apparently too loud in the recording. But more importantly, I was that passionate. I was like picturing my nephew sitting right in front of me and like pleading with him to get these important life lessons out of these great entertaining stories. If it wasn't me who was recording this audiobook, I would cast Darth Vader. Because how funny would that be to hear Darth Vader giving really positive advice for how to grow up as a value-based human? Um, But in reality, I would cast R.C. Bray. Like His work in The Martian was just so well done, and having him cast this stuff with that like gruff man voice he's got, I just thought would have been a perfect fit. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was A Life in Parts by Brian Cranston. He does such an amazing job of laying out like what it's like to be an actor and be fearful and not really sure if you're going to make it and then what's it like as it's all happening that it just had me gripped for the entirety of the audiobook. And to have Walter White narrating, how cool is that? My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is definitely while running or cycling. Like something about just saying, I'm going to go on a run with my favorite author, or I'm going to be cycling like alongside the characters in these stories. I just find that such a fun and like engaged way to be in the present, to be in the moment, and to listen to audiobooks. Do that with this one. And now, please enjoy this clip from The Warrior Challenge. Your quest begins. Are you listening to me, boy? The man yelling at you is inches from your face. His eyes are wide and wild, and you can feel the heat of his breath on your cheek. You've never seen or met him before in your life. You have no idea who he is. His intensity makes you cringe and turn your head, taking in the inky darkness and feeling the soft dirt under your feet. 
This is the author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind the mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com/nextlisten.